Good evening and welcome to another edition of Rev. My name is Lori Enright and we are so excited that you've joined us for the next 30 minutes. At any time, if you have any questions you'd like for us to answer, send us a quick email to rev, R-E-V, at eaglecountryonline.com. Special thanks to Mark Kreimer and our friends at Kreimer's Beer House for making the show possible. Visit the Beer House for lunch or dinner seven days a week on State Route 128 in Cleves. Hello, Eagle Country. David Vaughn here for another Sunday night edition of Rev Radio Show. And I've got Lori, my on-air partner here, and we're having a blast coming to you every Sunday night, wherever you're listening from in Eagle Country. And it's exciting. And I'll uh, every once in a while, I'll see somebody and they'll say, hey, I caught that show. Uh, that was stupid what you said, or that was awesome what you said. They never say that about Lori, only stuff I say. But anyway, we uh, really like coming to you and sharing insights, input to rev up your week, uh, hopefully to revolutionize your life and to help you lean into having a relationship with Jesus, not just a religion. And so in Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana, we find a lot of people who are, uh, they know about religion, like a do's and don'ts, but they don't know much about Jesus who loves you in spite of what you've done. And that's what grace is all about. That's what Whitewater Crossing Church is all about. And we encourage you to visit any weekend, 9.30 on Sunday or 11.15. And Lori, you're like 11.15 or unless you got some other stuff to do most I, of the time. I go back and forth. Yeah? Yeah. If I bring somebody with me, it's always... Eleven fifteen because that's generally when yeah. they want my dad being retired. Yeah. He just doesn't have to like wake. He's not used to waking up early like we are. Yeah, love that. And is my are my sermons better to first service or the second after I've already done it? Oh, we already get you warmed up. There you go. The second, so it's better yeah. and okay. more caffeine. Yeah, more, yeah. more energy. Uh, I won't retell a joke if it bombed in the first. But anyway, if you're looking to visit Whitewater Crossing, we'd love to have you. You can go to the website and hit the plan my visit page, plan your visit page and tab, and it'll get you right there and give you a kind of an idea about what you're getting involved with. Uh, and we don't handle snakes. That's what I've heard. And uh, we're really into grace and not guilt. And it's kind of a get-to, not a got-to experience. So you can come be anonymous, sit in the back. It is a long way from the stage. Uh, so you can kind of, you know, come in an anonymous way, check us out. And if you're looking for a church home, what a coincidence. We're looking for people. And might be a good step this Sunday. Fall's here. Time change coming. Thanksgiving, Christmas, lots of great opportunities. And we got some awesome, awesome content that'll come to you every weekend. And uh, check us out uh, in person or online. All the show for Rev and many other things are powered by Crimer's Beer House down on Route 128, right down from the church. And uh, we, uh, we have spiritual food here and physical food down there. And Mark uh, would uh, testify that he's just like a sinner saved by grace like the rest of us. And so if you're looking for a good place to eat, uh, check out Mark. And we are so appreciative of uh, the Crimers and their generosity that helps uh, move the mission forward here. So, Laura, you've been good. How's, how's your life these days? Pretty good? Life's good. Yeah. Work's busy. Yeah. Election's almost over. You know, 
We'll maybe do another show on that sometime. I bet this election stuff, that's good for media people, radio, TV. Y'all it's are making for, money. It's, it's like the stock business. market, man. Yeah. yeah. And you get like some little insight, you know, get to know people. It's like I get to be yes. educated when they come in and I'm talking to them. Why yes. are you running? It's like I get to figure out who I'm going to vote for when they're there spending money. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't. They don't buy our vote, though. So when are you running for office? Are you uh, inclined to do something? Well, like that? actually, I have thought about it before. Yeah. Okay. I just I'm not sure I'm quite ready. Yeah. You but know, I'm serious. I'm not to, kidding. I just we need to talk about yeah. that because I'm like, I'll help you. Yeah. I think you should do that. Yeah, because I live in I live where I grew up in yes. Greendale, and I'm like you know no, yeah. I have love your area. I give the mayor ideas all the time, and he yes. takes them, and then he tries to take credit for mayor, them. Mayor, in, yeah, well, that's what all mayor good leaders yeah. all good leaders do. <laughs> mayor Enright, I could hear it, I could see it. Oh, we well, no way to talk about that. Maybe I'll just go straight from no political experience <laughs> to that. It, it worked pretty good for Actually, Trump. Actually, anyway, is, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a whole nother show, but uh, I would. I that's great. I love hearing that. I'm. I hope you lean into that. You're a great ambassador for us and the station that you currently reside in working at. So thank you for that. So each uh, Rev show, we talk about anything and everything. Stuff comes out of the blue. We want to give you information. We want to give you inspiration that'll help you in your week and really want to lift your spirits. That's what we want to do. We want to be joyful and maybe make you smile, maybe make you think a little bit. Uh, sometimes we probably make people cry as well. All those are feelings that God understands, and we, we love that. But uh, fall is here, and pumpkin spice is in the air, and uh, it, it's just a good, a good season for uh, us, and we hope it is for you. So I have a guest, as I have quite frequently, named Melody Belcher, and uh, I know, know Melody and know a little bit about her background, but Melody, welcome to the Rev Show. Thank Glad you, you're here. And tell us a little bit, I, I, and we only got, like, it's only a half-hour show, so uh, give me a little summary, though, of your life, kind of what brought you to this place uh, where you're at, and then I'm going to drill down a little bit more on what you're currently doing professionally uh, to help people, because you're doing a, a great and a huge work uh, right now, but tell us a little bit about you yourself. Okay. Oh, right now, I'm working as uh, a director for Safe Passage, and we provide services to victims of domestic violence mm. and sexual assault. And I get to um, educate in the community and work with the people who are the systems around the victims. Hmm. And I also get to supervise a wonderful staff who really has a heart to help people. And before I did this, I was in inner city Cincinnati doing therapy in homes for children and their families. That's a whole that's a whole wow. soap opera, I bet. I loved that job. Yes. Loved it. And before that, uh, I was a grad student, Yes, do, finishing my Master of Arts in Counseling to license as a professional therapist. Yeah. And before that, I was in ministry for a little over 25 years. Now, how about that? So you kind of come from a ministry family, right? I do. Yeah. So ministers' kids, uh, Lori, you may not know this. They, they either I'm turn always out, the odd one out. Well, the ministers' kids either turn out to be murderers or missionaries. That's pretty much <laughs> what they, you know, they're either going one way or the other, devils or angels. And uh, and it's tough growing up in a preacher's house for a variety of reasons. And I've often felt uh, 
sorry for <laughs> maybe my kids uh, or grandkids who grow up in a different environment. And uh, so I, I, I loved growing My dad was a pastor, so I love the limelight, but not everybody does. And uh, it, it, there are challenges in any household that you grow up in. Uh, but I know that Melody, I know her brother is a pastor. Two brothers. Two brothers. Yes. Yeah. And that runs deep in their family tree, too. And yes. Uncles, cousins, grandparents. Yeah. It's hard for us to mess up, isn't it, Melody, when you got that kind of thing? So, so yes. So you come to the mic with a pretty good story, a pretty good uh, a passion, a pretty good ministry. So tell us a little bit about uh, how it's going with Safe Passage. What are you seeing? What are trends are you seeing the and all in our media and culture and i preached on this a couple weeks ago there's a just and maybe it's just because of a more uh, visibility or notoriety or focus from the media but there seems to be an escalation of uh, abuse uh, sexual abuse physical abuse in our culture would you say that's true or not i would say it is true uh, there's almost a confluence of multiple things that are affecting it. I think pornography, hmm. um, childhood abuse, child abuse, and domestic violence, sexual assault, sex trafficking, all of them, uh, even substance abuse, hmm. are all interrelated. They're um, relational disorders or betrayals. Hmm. And that seems to be pretty prevalent in our culture today. Yeah. It's what underlies a lot of what's happening, and it crosses all socioeconomic status, all cultures, um, genders. Anybody can be a victim of abuse. Yeah, and often those folks uh, suffer in silence. They do, and a person who controls and abuses is different in public than they are in private. Hmm. So people do suffer in silence. They don't always know that they can go somewhere, and sometimes when they do reach out for help, they're blamed by the hmm. people around them who don't understand hmm. what they're living with. So it's highly likely that in an audience the size of Whitewater Crossing, an audience the size of this broadcast for Eagle Country, that uh, there are some people, g gals and guys, this is not just a gender exclusive thing, right? Yes. Uh, which is surprising, I think, to a lot of people that men struggle with some of these issues as well, these issues. They do. Yeah, so you, do you see men and women? We do, Both? we serve yeah. anybody and everybody. Anybody and everybody. services are free. Yeah, even better. That caught your attention in Eagle Country, didn't it? Free. So likely there's somebody who's listening to this who is in an abusive situation. If that is the case and they feel alone and they are afraid, what, what words of advice or counsel could you and would you give them? Well, one in three women and one in four men are affected by domestic violence. Mm. So this is really common. And it's also common for an abusive person to make their victim feel the shame. Mm. So the abuser doesn't accept the shame themselves. They displace it on the victim. And so if you are experiencing abuse, you likely are bearing a lot of shame and secrecy. And you want so much to protect your family we're just built to want to keep our families intact and our intimate relationships. That's the deepest way that humans 
experience one another that God designed. And so if you're with an intimate partner who is mistreating you, that's one of the deepest kinds of pain and betrayal. And you might want to protect your children and you're thinking, but if I go get help, he's going to get worse or she's going to get worse and then my children and I will even be in greater danger. And for those reasons, Safe Passage services are completely confidential. Uh, we don't tell anybody when you come to us. In fact, we have to say that we can neither confirm nor deny that we're involved with anyone, hmm. um, even to law enforcement, to anyone. Unless we have your signed permission, we just don't tell that you have come to us. Um, and we serve people in all situations. So whether you have just left the abuse and you're trying to find how to build your life, or if you're in the middle of it and you can't even see yourself ever having the strength to get away from the mistreatment, we're right there beside you in that too. We have an office in Dearborn County in Lawrenceburg, and we have a shelter in Batesville each family has their own room and their own bathroom in the shelter, and there's a kitchen, meals are provided, um, and the staff there are amazing. It's a good, positive, safe place where an abusive person who may try to stalk their victim mm. wouldn't be able to get to the victim. Um, so uh, let me give our 800 number. Yes, please this do. is 24 seven, anytime, if it's two in the morning or if it's Christmas day, or anytime you want to reach out. If you just even wanna talk to somebody on the helpline, our number is 1-877-733-1990. Say it one more time. 877-733-1990. We're also under uh, Safe Passage Inc. on Facebook, mm -hmm. and we have a website, uh, www.safepassageinc.org. Don't forget the ink part, because if you do forget it, you'll get a children's ministry in Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> Which may be needing help as well, but that's a long way to go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's helpful. So, uh, are there? Uh, how are you funded? How are so you're you are ministering to people, but you're not a ministry. You're a nonprofit. Yes, we are. But a you do ministry in some ways, believe it or not. Even though yes. uh, you're not technically a ministry of a church or anything like that, right? Right. So we're funded through multiple streams. We're funded through private donations. Hmm. We have handbags for Hope fundraisers every year, and then of course the nice. bash before the stash here in Lawrenceburg. The bash and before the stash, I have not heard of that. Yeah. It was the first, I went for the first time last year, well yeah. this year, 2018, yeah. and it was amazing. And I've been to the holiday or the Christmas time um, brunch or breakfast at Wall Hill Farm in Batesville as well. and. The amount of people that come out and support and want to give and help it's it's really i mean i say jane yorn your director she came to us several years ago now um uh when safe passage had been awarded a small grant to start promoting themselves <clears throat> and they came to the radio station and we started talking to them and at that point i went out and um toured the facility in batesville not really comprehending or understanding until you see it and, and really what happens and what they're doing for people. And I went back to um, my boss, Melissa, and said, you know, they've got this grant, but it's not huge. 
Um, but I really feel like we need to help these people because this is an organization mm -hmm. we can get behind. So we went back and we, we did some matching on their grants and, and really wanted to amp this up. And I, I feel like after a couple years now that most people in our audience should now know what Safe Passage is. That's good. Um, and it just, we have a big heart for Safe Passage. And so anytime they come to us and, and vice versa, I mean, it's a good partnership like we have with the church Absolutely. as well. And it's, it's why I thought it was imperative with it being Domestic Violence Awareness Month yes. and this being the last Sunday of the month in yes. October, just to, to let people know in another way on how you could get help in these services. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I'm glad that the uh, you all are bringing a focus to that and uh, as a pastor obviously I have a bias that everything's better when God is a part of it and everything's better when that which is dark comes into the light yes it's painful and it's scary I mean it's Halloween coming up you talk about scary making the moves that Melody has talked about uh, coming out of anonymity and abuse into the light and, and admitting I, I need help that's a scary thing and so uh, but that's the healthiest thing that someone can do, and if you are in that situation of any age, of any gender, could I just tell you the truth will set you free? Jesus said that. And it doesn't mean it's easy. It may require some time, but they are here to walk hand in hand with you and help you on this journey so you're not alone. I mean, maybe that's the message that Lori and Melody and I could send over the airwaves tonight. You're not alone. I know you may feel alone or someone may be gaslighting you or I used a, a counseling term. Listen, you did. didn't I, Melody? You're impressed <laughs> that I even knew what that meant. You can look that up out there in Eagle Country, but <laughs> there may be some people who are doing things that are not right to you mm -hmm. and making it turn around where you feel like it's my fault. And that's the insidious nature of, of sin. Uh, and and if you bring that into the light and say, you know what, I, I think I'm I'm only as sick as my secret, and I think I can get this better, then go for it. And you will find your life has changed and your kids' lives and your relationships are healthier. Doesn't mean they're perfect, but a lot of our gals I've noticed go from abusive relationship to abusive relationship to abusive relationship. And somewhere along the line, they don't think they're worthy of being treated as they should, as a, a daughter of the king. Mm -hmm. And so, I just want to speak into your life, ladies and men. Help is there. Hope is there. Our church, that's our mission statement. We exist to help people find hope in Jesus and a home. And I think Safe Passage is just another great partnering organization who is doing God's work, although they would not do it in the same way that we would do it in our church. But we're cheering them on. Let me ask a question, Melanie. When someone comes... Um, and how they don't stay there forever. No. So it's kind of a passage. It's not a destination. Right. Right. So this, the average stay in shelter is designed to be about four to six weeks. Okay. But we also serve people who never need to come to shelter, and they mm. remain in their community. Mm. We have a great outreach program, and we cover six counties of need for both sexual assault and domestic violence survivors. Mm. So when they come to us, um, we can work on even like you were talking about who you are as a person because it is an abuser's tactic to gradually isolate you so that you lose perspective and you believe their lies about you. Mm. 
and you will be accepted for who you are and where you are. And if you have spiritual questions and needs throughout your process and recovery, we can be there for that. We can be there for physical needs, housing. Do you need help with finishing your GED or accessing scholarship and guidance for mm. finishing an education or choosing a purpose or career? Every person has deep intrinsic value and the case managers at Safe Passage know that. You will be seen as a person of great worth when you come. You will not be alone. Yeah, which is what most people are worried about or being criticized. So I notice in your mission statement, at least your tagline has help and healing and hope. Mm -hmm. That's like close to us, isn't it? I know, I was waiting <laughs> for that. I was gonna bring it up if you yeah. did. Thank you. Our minds think alike. That's good. Uh, it may not be a, a, a good thing when you're thinking like me sometimes. But anyway, I love what Melody's doing. If someone wants to contribute their time or their talent or their treasure towards Safe Passage, how would they do that? Melody. You would call the office number 812-933-1990 and let them know that you're interested or you could let us know through a message on Facebook or on our website. Yeah, good, good. Um, Lori, you're fans of this. You were uh, lobbying to get uh, Melody and, and Jane and Safe Passage on Rick. I can yeah. tell that you're excited about yeah. this. Well, doing what I do, I work with a lot of people, but there's certain things that kind of touch your heart, even though I personally, um, you know, didn't grow up in an environment of physical abuse um, or and, and thankfully have not um, dealt with that. But everybody knows somebody. Um, mm -hmm. I actually, once I got to know Jane and things, realized that someone that I know in a relatively close capacity now went through this and went was at Safe Passage. and. And it makes me think: What are are the warrant? What should we be looking for hmm, um, to to be able to see? Like, is something not right there? Great you know, question. what would you say those signs to be looking for are? If somebody has to check in when they make any decisions or go anywhere, and of course you would watch for bruises, although there isn't always physical abuse. Um, but if somebody doesn't have, they don't get to make their own decisions or they're stuck at home a lot, um, or they have, sometimes you can see it when they're together, although the abuser will usually hide it except when they're in private. Mm -hmm. But you can pick up on the, the abuser will speak for them, not let them have their own voice. And sometimes there are no signs. So um, sometimes people who are abused are working very hard to support, emotionally support their partner. And they mm. love their partner. That's somebody they're in family relationship with and have a history with. And so they're thinking, well, if I am just a good enough wife or a good enough husband or a good enough girlfriend, then they'll get better. They think that their love will fix the, the partner who's abusive. Mm. Um, or they think if they can just get them to the right help. Mm. Um, so counseling, marriage counseling is not indicated. You, you, you wouldn't send somebody to marriage counseling when there's abuse involved because what that will end up doing is give the abuser more information about how to be more insidious in mm. the way they mm -hmm. control and abuse and harm their victim. Um, but so sometimes there isn't anything to look for. Okay. 
So it's very you have to uh, discern yes. based on what you see or what you sense. Yes, and it takes understanding and patience because it takes a person sometimes six to seven attempts at leaving before they're successful hmm. in really getting that relationship out of their life. Um, so to be there with them wherever they are in the process. There's stages of change for all of us when we're changing mm -hmm. something uh, in our life that's so much an intrinsic part of who we are. Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of times people stay in it to protect their children. Right. Um, that was one of, one of my reasons. I am a survivor of a 25-year abusive marriage. And one of my reasons was uh, nobody would believe me, so I wouldn't be able to protect my kids when they weren't with me mm. and they had to go be with their father. Mm. So there are so many actually valid and good reasons why people remain in abuse. Mm -hmm. And if you're with them with a non-judgmental sta stance, but supportive and encouraging and giving them all the tools you can think of, you can refer them to us mm -hmm. if, if you don't feel comfortable doing it yourself, then you're putting them in a place where they have a chance to escape um, such a betrayal kind of bond. Yeah, and I think one of the best things that uh, you can do is to be a helper of someone, and uh, you could be the passage that leads them to the safe passage, you really could, mm -hmm. and that you are known and trusted, and you move at the speed of trust in just about every relationship. And uh, so this is good, good stuff, and Lord, what a profound question, because I think if we're all looking out for each other, and we have the courage to speak up. Mm -hmm. when, it, it, there's a hesitancy to, I don't want to get involved in somebody's mm -hmm. business. But I have found as I've gotten older, I get a little bolder. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, maybe the, I just ask questions. Are, are you okay? Is there something going on that you know, maybe you want to talk about? Mm -hmm. You know, there's a way to direct people by asking if they need help mm -hmm. and, in assertive but not aggressive ways. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that would be beautiful if we could all watch out for each other. Most people are so focused on themselves that yes. they don't have time to focus on others. And you can explicitly state, this is not your fault. Yes. You are not second class because somebody treated you this way. This is mm. your partner's behavior. This is not your behavior. Yeah, you, you should have known that someone, uh, yeah, you, codependent no more, huh? And uh, <laughs> that, that helps. So man, this has been good. and. Uh, I just love the, this venue to be able to have a conversation about stuff, and that's really what our church is on a weekend. We just have conversations about God and real life issues and things that uh, we're all, we all are dealing with, uh, and we kind of bring it into the light in compelling ways when possible. So um, it, it is uh, end of October, you know, mm -hmm. a lot going on. Lot going on. Halloween coming up. Um, yeah. Talking about conversations, conversating over dinner at Crimer's Beer House. Yes. And if you have time in your early portion of the week, um, head there Monday nights. They've got uh, their pork chop special. Tuesday nights they're featuring New York strip special, and Wednesday the ribeye. Wow. So I'm a ribeye kind of guy. Yeah. That's good. We we love what they're doing. All right, I got a joke to finish the show. This has been a heavy topic tonight. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's not always bad. Sometimes people cry because they're laughing, sometimes because they're crying. But uh, I, uh, I heard this story of these three expectant fathers who were waiting in the hospital waiting room. Now, this will date a little bit of us because now the dads go in 
uh, and they can do it together, which if you've been through it, it may not be what you, you think it might be. But anyway, uh, this is the day when they made the dads stay outside in the waiting room, and they uh, these three expected fathers were out there. The nurse came out to the first guy and said, congratulations, your, your, your wife is delivered. You're, you're the father of twins. And he said, isn't that great? I play baseball for Minnesota Twins. What, what a coincidence. He left. Second nurse comes out. Congratulations to the next guy. You're the father of triplets. Isn't that amazing? I work for the Three Musketeers Candy Bar Factory. How coincidental, how ironic. When he said that, that third expectant father hit the door running. He almost knocked the door off the hinges. So where's that guy going? I don't know, but I know he works for 7-Up. Anyway, there's your uh, joke of the week. And you think, boy, I like the weird church stories better, David. But anyway, till we talk to you again next Sunday night at, at Rev and on Rev, Lori and I, and on behalf of Melody and Safe Passage, we want to thank you again for uh, tuning in to your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on Rev. David and I pray that this show has revved up your life, your faith, and your work week. Find out more about Sunday service times, youth programs, and how to plan your visit to Whitewater Crossing at whitewatercrossing.org and click on the New Here tab. Our show is blessed by Crimer's Beer House on State Route 128 in Cleves. I'm Lori Enright. Please join us next Sunday at 7 p.m. for Rev with Pastor David Vaughn, only on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.